0: It has been more than 24 hours since El Salvador officially adopted Bitcoin as legal tender. In that time, the economy of El Salvador has not collapsed. It has not become a global refuge for terrorism and money laundering. And the price of Bitcoin also didn't explode to a new all-time high. But only time will tell. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Good evening, you sexy sat-stackers. Today is Wednesday, September 8th, 2021, and that means that today is DCA Wednesday. A lot has happened in the less than 24 hours since our last special episode celebrating El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin as legal, as legal tender, known around the world as Bitcoin Day. Uh, if you didn't join us, uh, we, like millions of other Bitcoiners, Bought thirty dollars worth of Bitcoin yesterday to stack in solidarity, uh, to in solidarity with our new Bitcoin friends. The thirty dollars being a reference to the thirty dollars worth of Bitcoin that each citizen of El Salvador received from the government for downloading and installing their Chivo Bitcoin app, the official government app in El Salvador. Perhaps as a gift from the gods, or perhaps as fud from malicious partners such as Western Union and the evil world bankers ganging up to fud people into adopting bitcoin moments before uh, moments before the chivo app went online bitcoin dropped by as much as 20% from a high of around 52,000 yesterday to as low as 42,000 before recovering to around 46,000 where it has remained pretty much plus or minus ever since that time El Salvador and the price of Bitcoin aren't the only things in the news today of significance to Bitcoiners. But before we get to that, let's go over a few of the basics. For starters, we find ourselves currently at a block height of $699,698. And Bitcoin is hovering at $46,110. The price of Bitcoin is down 1% over the last 24-hour period. But as I stated, that's a little misleading because of yesterday's 20% drop, which then recovered to only a 10% drop after a whole lot of people just got absolutely wrecked on their uh, leveraged positions. But as I said, uh, Bitcoin recovered almost immediately to be, uh, to the point where it was down uh, a mere 10%. So recovered half of that loss, uh, and it seemed to have stabilized there uh, at least for the last 24 hours. Yesterday's worldwide $30 stack in support of El Salvador for Bitcoin Day uh, highlighted um, what I've been saying all along on these dollar-cost average episodes, and that is $30 is a lot of money for some people. Uh, A lot of people that I know stacked more than $30. I stacked more than $30, uh, and again, we're keeping that segregated from our DCA Wednesday stash just to keep that uh, less confusing. But for a lot of people, especially people in El Salvador, $30 is a lot of money. Uh, One source said that the average person in El Salvador lives on about $300 a year. So $30 is a monthly income for a family in El Salvador, for example. Um, So while $20 doesn't seem like a whole lot, uh, $20 is a lot if you're in a small village somewhere in uh, a lesser developed country, uh, particularly those without uh, bank accounts or any form of savings, which is what Bitcoin is here uh, to help or here to help the most or have the potentially the most benefit from. Anyway, uh, getting back to the DCA Wednesday thing, today will be our seventh stack. We started stacking $20 every Wednesday on July 28th. And so far we've stacked seven times, Correction: we've stacked six times. And so far we've stacked a total of $120, including fees. Uh, we've stacked 263,944 satoshis, uh, and that's currently worth $121.70 uh, with an average cost basis of $45,464. Uh, so we're not up as far as we were uh, before the 20% flash crash yesterday, uh, but we've put $120 in, and it's worth $121.70. So not only have we recouped our 2.5% fees that we've been spending each stack, uh, we've made a tiny bit of money along the way. And again, dollar-cost averaging being a long-term play, uh, we shouldn't even really be paying attention to price right now. That's the whole point of dollar-cost averaging in the first place. And that brings us back to what exactly is dollar-cost averaging. Again, this podcast is not financial advice. Um, This whole purpose of DCA Wednesdays and the podcast in general is just so that I can explore DCA and... A few other things about Bitcoin and uh, you can observe my experiment and draw from it what you will. Again, do your own research and um, don't treat this as an inducement to follow a a particular strategy. You do you. Um, But uh, if you look in any economics textbook or on the Internet, you'll see uh, uh, that most people define dollar cost averaging as an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals, regardless of price. The idea being that time in the markets beats timing the markets. Sometimes you'll buy at a little higher price. Sometimes you'll buy at a little lower price. Uh, you'll buy um, all the all-time highs, and you'll also buy all the dips. But over time, uh, that should all average out to where hopefully you come out ahead. And I think if you look at the history of Bitcoin, uh, while it's certainly known for volatility, uh, creating new, new all-time highs and then crashing by as much as 80%, uh, if you have invested money in Bitcoin and held on to that Bitcoin for at least four years, at no point in time would you have lost money. Uh, some people call that the 210,000 block theory of Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, whom we haven't seen in almost four weeks now, uh, at least who hasn't done a show in almost four weeks now. I know, as Adam would say, don't be an algorithm slave. Follow him on all his various different accounts. Follow him on Twitter, uh, what have you. Uh, he hasn't posted a this week in Bitcoin or the one Bitcoin show in almost four weeks now. Although he did pop up on Twitter the other day saying that he had picked up a sponsor who was going to meet his threshold of uh, paying him to do at least one show a week. So hopefully that'll start soon because, hey, we miss Adam Meister. Uh, if nothing else, he's an entertaining inspiration to all of us. All right. So back to what we were going uh, back to what we, back to what we're all here for. And that is uh, to stack some Stats. Uh, and once again, I'm going to continue using the Cash App just because we've been doing so all along and because it's so darn easy and its fees are relatively inexpensive. Uh, Disclaimer, Cash App is not a sponsor of the podcast. We currently do not have any sponsors of the podcast. Uh, We'd be more than happy for Cash App to pick us up as a sponsor. Hit, hit, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just kidding. Uh, But um, we're using Cash App because um, regardless of what you might think of Twitter, when it comes to Bitcoin, I think Jack's a pretty... Pretty pretty good guy. I think he's on the right page, and Cash App is just so darn easy, especially if you're here in the United States. But speaking of Cash App, uh, if you still do not have Cash App and want to join, uh, want to join us in stacking and want to use Cash App, there's a referral code in the links, uh, referral code link in the show notes down below. Um, if that's still uh, if that if they're still honoring that by the time you get around to listening to this podcast and you follow that uh and you click on that link and you follow their terms and conditions you'll get five bucks worth of free bitcoin and and we'll get five bucks for the free bitcoin for using that referral and even though we won't, won't have any even though we don't have any sponsors that'll help us out all right so cash app is open uh i have no money in cash app but that's okay because uh it's really easy to add cash i have a debit card link so i'm going to go add 20 bucks boom in my Cash App account. Then I'm going to slide over to the Bitcoin tab, click Buy Bitcoin. Uh, Again, as I've stated before, uh, Cash App will let you automate this, but hey, I love watching the prices and I'm here to talk about the prices, so I might as well do it manually. Plus, there just seems to be something more satisfying and rewarding to me personally by actually manually entering $20 and hitting enter. As opposed to just waking up with $20 worth of more Satoshis in your wallet. Again, we're going to go with the standard one-time order, but you can set it up for auto investing. Um, and they say you can set up automated daily, weekly, or bi-weekly purchases. And their default amounts, again, are 10, 25, 50, 75 out of 100. You do you, but we're going to do 20. And why we're going to do 20, I think we've discussed, to our blue in the face. So a manual entering $20, clicking next. Uh, while I've been talking, Bitcoin has gone down a tiny bit to $46,030.33. Uh, our $20 is going to get us $19.55 worth of Bitcoin because there's that $0.45 worth of fees. But in general, that 20 bucks is going to get us another 42,472 satoshis. Click and confirm. And boom, you have purchased Forty-two thousand four hundred and seventy-two Sats, nice. And that is going to bring our stack up to three hundred and six thousand four hundred and sixteen satoshis, currently worth one hundred and forty-one dollars and four cents. All right. So you see all the time people uh, struggling. They they ask questions on Reddit and they post things on Twitter saying, "Hey, I can only uh, I can only I can only afford to invest fifteen bucks, or I can only afford to invest a hundred dollars." or hey, is it too expensive, or hey, did I miss out? And I think what we've learned so far is that in less than two months, socking away only $20 a stack, uh, we've managed to build up $141 of the Bitcoin. So, uh, you know, a little bit invested over a longer period of time uh, adds up. Uh, as the saying goes, the best time to purchase Bitcoin was 12 years ago, the second best time is today. And if you had gotten started with us and you were following, on, following along doing wor- what we're doing, Um, you'd already have $141 of the Bitcoin. And while that might not seem like a lot, we are just getting started. Not to mention that if you're one of those people that says 20 bucks a week is absolutely all I can afford, then an extra $141 looks like a lot more money to you than if you're one of those people that routinely invest $10,000 at a time. And uh, like they say, uh, do your own research, uh, create your own plan, and you do you. This is not financial advice. But if you're sitting in a remote village in a third world country and you have an extra $140 saved away, socked away for your family's future, something that you feel confident is only gonna grow in value over the long term, you've achieved exactly what Bitcoin is setting out to do. And as we said, we are just getting started. All right, something else that we need to discuss sooner rather than later, and again, this is something that each person's gonna have to take uh, into account, a a decision you're gonna have to make for yourself is we have 306,000 Satoshis sitting on Cash App. Uh, If that's your life savings uh, or a lot of money to you, then it might be getting to the point in time where you want to definitely consider moving that into a wallet that you control. Uh, Get that money off an exchange. $141 uh, is not meeting my threshold for where I'm ready to move it into my hardware wallet yet, Uh, but it's getting closer and um, You need to know what you're going to be doing to secure your money, so uh, if you don't already have a hardware wallet or at least a a non-custodial wallet on your phone, uh, now is the time for you to start doing some research on where you're going to keep your money for the long term. And we'll get into that some more in a future episode. Definitely, when it's time for me to transfer, we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, We're a couple weeks away still, unless Bitcoin just absolutely goes through the roof, a reminder that when you do transfer your Bitcoin from wallet to wallet, you're going to incur mining fees, uh, at least on chain. If you put it in a Lightning wallet, um, or if you if you're familiar with using Lightning, or if you're in El Salvador where they're using the they're using a feeless Lightning wallet speci- uh, specifically for citizens of El Salvador, uh, it's already past time to move that money. But uh, that's a topic for a different time. For today, we're going to concentrate on the whole concept of dollar cost average, and we have achieved that. Um, and again, we're going to keep stacking every Wednesday until we are all either filthy, stinking rich, Bitcoin completely goes to zero and the experiment has failed, or as I've said, you guys just get bored and stop listening. All right, and on to other news. Um, This should not come as a surprise to anybody. In fact, if you've been on the Bitcoin subreddits uh, for any length of time, you know this is coming. But Reason Magazine has an article out there entitled biden's total financial surveillance what if every one of your non-cash financial transactions was automatically reported to the beefed up audit hungry irs this dovetails nicely with another article that says that central bank digital currencies are going to enable the government to go from moderately negative interest rates to substantially negative interest rates that Uh, people so far are tolerating 0.5% or negative 1% interest rates in many European countries but that they fear that the only way that they can get away with pushing uh, negative interest rates even lower as low as maybe 5% uh, is if you don't have any choice and they force you into using a CBDC I don't know why this comes as a shock to some people I don't know why uh, this isn't more than obvious that there's a certain political party that's been consolidating power Uh, Every time they get the chance, they they take away a little bit more of your freedoms, Uh, whether it's coming to take your guns, whether it's policing your free speech, or whether it's saying that you shouldn't even be able to go out and buy a pack of chewing gum without the almighty federal government knowing and approving of your purchase. Uh, This is just what happens when you elect these monsters into power. Uh, there's a link provided in the show notes of course to this article if you want to read it more in depth but the long and the short of it is uh, They're going to push a central bank digital currency the central bank digital currency is going to allow them to do things like Seriously aggressively negative interest rates in addition to flat-out being able to control what you spend your money on uh, in addition so that you can't just escape they're plotting with other world leaders on a global minimum income tax uh, to where, hey, you know, if you don't like the way the United States is cracking down on you, well, tough, because the rest of the developed world's going to screw you just as hard. Combine that with any conspiracy theory you want to, and it all points to communist China. It literally seems more and more every day that the only choice you're going to have to escape this panopticon, uh, this totalitarian social credit system, this worse than Orwellian totalitarian control over every aspect of your life is to opt out, uh, to go with plan B. And the only way to do that is going to be to stack those SATs while you still have a chance and get them into your own wallet while you still while you still legally can. But hey, I didn't come here to be a Debbie Downer. It is DCA Wednesday. We're doing our part. We're stacking those SATs. Uh, El Salvador was the first domino to fall in nation state adoption. Hopefully, there's gonna be a lot more of that to come. Obviously, just like dollar-cost averaging, El Salvador's strategy is a long-term play. Uh, we're not gonna see them be successful or fail in just the first couple of days. Uh, but um, El Salvador is hope. And if you keep stacking and accumulating your sats, uh, you have your own personal island of hope. Bitcoin is our last best hope. As they say, Bitcoin fixes all of this. Hey, if you find this content useful or entertaining or if you're just feeling extraordinarily generous, there are a number of ways you can help support me in this podcast. Uh, The most obvious one is if you don't already have Cash App, there is a referral code in the show notes. And if you click on that link and set up a new Cash App account, follow their terms and conditions, uh, you'll get five bucks just for trying them out and we'll get five bucks as well. Um, I've written several books, but the one you might know that's most relevant to this podcast is Understanding Bitcoin for Noobs, and that's available on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Obviously, purchasing either of my books would help support the podcast as well. Um, And you can also support the podcast directly through the Anchor.fm website, and they include a support link automatically in the show notes. And last but not least, we also include a Bish32 Uh, bitcoin address in the show notes if you feel like helping us out by contributing bitcoin all right that's going to do it for this edition of the bitcoin bulletin podcast dollar cost average wednesday edition don't forget to join us next wednesday and every wednesday as we continue the journey once again thanks for listening and keep stacking those sats you sexy sat stackers